G'day, Alex Dyson here with some very good news, and that is that Comedy Republic's Replay Festival is returning this July with its biggest program yet. It's a bunch of shows that if you did miss it, like me, unfortunately, some incredible performances during Melbourne International Comedy Festival, we have them back and live for you throughout the month of July. So you can discover award-winning shows, sold-out seasons, critics' favourites, and some indie breakthroughs as well. They're all going to be taking place on the Comedy Republic stage. It's your second chance to catch shows from Nath Valvo, Geraldine Hickey, Guy Montgomery, Michael Hing, Michelle Brazier, and so many more. It's great vibes in the building. You can even just pop in for a drink if you've seen them all and collected the set. Otherwise, we'll catch you here at Comedy Republic in July for Replay Festival. Welcome to the Comedy Republic podcast with special guest host Alex Dyson, co-owner alongside Karen Wheatley and Reese Nicholson, three heads of the Hydra, here to introduce you to a few wonderful comedians. We're going to introduce them right now. Zach Dyer, hello. Hello. Alistair Tremblay, Birchall, g'day. G'day to you. How are you? <laughs> really well, thank you. How do I find you two tonight? How do, I, how do you find me? Yeah, how do you I find, find me you? quite well, thank mm. you very much. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Because usually when you've found, I guess if you're playing hide and seek, you're very disappointed usually. Yeah. 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 Or, or you're like in a really bad state, like you're in a in, in the woods or whatever and you're bruised and hungry. And <laughs> yeah, like yeah. And yeah. Just... I'm, I am wearing my SES costume. You needed to be found. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you reckon the SES would say to people like, how do we find you? Yeah. And they would go, I am absolutely yeah. decrepit. Fucking tonight. that's your job, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're here for. Well, thank you for, for joining us tonight, gentlemen. We're going to be having a little bit of a chat Love regarding, that. you know, we kick off this podcast with a question from the prior comedians. You're ready to hear um, what's been on the, the minds of, of comedy it's, people. It's yeah. very exciting to okay. find out. All right, we have a little chat, but let's, let's go this way. When you get in an Uber, <laughs> which seat do you sit in? Sure. Uh, um, we'll go with you first. Sure. Um, well, I think if I'm alone, I will go in the front seat. You know, front side seat, front. not even the driver's this, seat. Yeah. Even in this post-pandemic world, you're a front seater. Especially, actually, I, it was once the pandemic started, I started moving up uh, to the front seat. Really? No, We're I mean, all in this together. <laughs> Yeah, no, I was like, come on, man. I think it was it ever since you became a father. Uh, so that's a real dad move. Yeah, is it a dad? Uh, man, I didn't realize. I I think if I'm with somebody else, I'll always go at the back so that we're not split up, so that yeah. we can talk to each other. And you do the chauffeur kind of yeah, scenario. chauffeur. But if I'm by myself, I feel like I feel like they they kind of maybe maybe I'm wrong. I just thought mm. they expected me to go up the front. Well, yeah, I remember when Uber first started. I think I took my first one. It was just so new that it was just randoms in their cars mm. and you were just yeah. there was not not much actual yeah <laughs> felt like jumping in the back of your mate's car which yeah. would be weird yeah. so it was a very front front heavy thing it, but I think post pandemic I'm, I'm back every yeah, time right. I, I'm, a, I'm a front seat taxi person yeah kind of thing. right I yeah. like taxi I think I'll, I'll often go to the back mm. yeah but because I still see them as just a guy in a car <laughs> Yeah. So Uber is more personal. Yeah, Uber Uber is more like, all right, you made the effort to come all the way out here. I should just yep. like you know act like a human next to you and like you're you're another guy. Uh, yourself, yeah. Zach. What well, I doing? used to be a front seat guy uh, with taxis, Ubers, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but I actually I prefer the back seat most times, mm -hmm. and I feel like the pandemic has really taken a lot of uh, pressure off me. And when it comes to sitting yep. in the back, yeah, yep. I feel like it normalised it a lot more, which I think it always was 
normalized, but maybe not so much um, here in Australia. No, as I, much. I think so. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. But because the, the front seat, Alistair, that would indicate like. We're having a chat here. You well, know, like you get in the front. Yeah. yeah. It's very difficult to just pop the earphones in. Oh. And uh, the thing is, is that what I've not made clear is that I would prefer to sit in the back. <laughs> You're an uber, uber masochist. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it out of what I feel is an obligation yeah. for human interaction. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I used to feel. <laughs> yeah. But I've been I've been released. How did you evolve, Zach? The pandemic. The yeah, pandemic was, was like it, it yeah. was the imperative was to sit in the back because of mm. that. And then now that's just I'm a back guy. Yeah. Yeah. And so you so you're in the back, feeling that you should be in the front, but you're using the pandemic as a shield, and you're in the front, not swayed by even a global virus. L. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I it's not like I Uber that much, so I never get mm. really a chance to acc- acclimatize myself to being in the back. You know, the one thing that does make me feel better when I'm in the back is that one time I did see a, a Facebook post from Aaron Gox yeah. when he Goxie. was when he was taxi driving and I think at some point he was like I used to love it when people would chat to me on the thing and then I would be annoyed when they would sit in the back but he's like these days I just love it when they shut up yeah <laughs> and I can just get the drive done and then I can just you know have, have it all over that's how I feel like I would be mm-hmm. I would prefer people to just sit in the back yeah, well, that, that's the extension of the question. If you were the driver, you, and you want them back there, so yeah. so you can just talk very quietly into your your earbuds. Yeah, there. so I can do <laughs> what your, I want to do. And if, if if we do want to yarn, it's all good. They're there, yeah. but there's no like you're not forced into it because they're sitting right next to you. You know, absolutely. There's nothing worse when the Uber driver wants to chat too much, oh, even when you're in the back. Yeah. I'd want to like 5.30 in the morning, I was going to get a plane at 5.30 in the morning and like, you know, you do the polite, of course, whatever, how you been, blah, blah, blah. But he just kept going. I'm like, man, this guy can't read a room, you know? Like, I don't want to fucking yeah. chat, man. I'm not awake yet. Yeah. But like, I, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't rude about it. I just sure. kept it going. Just you know, you got to do it. You got to do. He's at work. Those. You know. Yeah. Of course. What's your, one of your main questions if you do talk? Do you have to? Do you feel? I always feel like uh, I have to ask, them, yeah. especially Uber. Have to ask them if they do another job. Yeah, that's the thing. But isn't it? Wouldn't it be awkward if they go, "No, this is my." I mean, that. My, I mean, it doesn't feel gig? too awkward. I mean, it's like it no, just because, because there's, there's a whole like line of questioning. Yeah, there. you can do like, that. You yeah. go, oh, so you can survive off this. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Exactly. You know. Yeah, for um, sure. Wow. A steady diet of Uber. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I talked to an Uber driver in America who, yeah, would start at four, get a lot of these airport trips earlier in the morning. There's not too many um, hoodlums. And then would go home, have a snack, have a nap, go out, do it a bit more and just told me about her whole day. And another one in America who I now follow on Instagram who has his own UFC podcast. Yeah, now, yeah brother. I tell you what, the- <laughs> Records it in the Uber. The, yeah. Today's know, guest is this kind of just picked up. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, the Second Amendment, like gun rights podcast and like- yeah, it's funny. Wow. Like we're we got along very, very well in the Uber. Yeah, yeah. But I think we've got very different values. Sure. On the, on the outside, because that, but that's what it's all about. That's isn't exactly it? what it's all about, yeah. brother. I mean, it makes you realize that we overthink it a lot, though, don't we? Like, like a lot of the time, we're just like. You know, we probably will get along with most people, mm. but then we go, oh, this person's got this set of values. So you go, I guess we're enemies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's you know it, too much exactly. about them. Yeah, yeah. Goodness gracious. You know, or like you're like, well, I guess if I was 
if I was talking to you and we were friends and then it's like, it's just not good for my career. I have a lot of, I know a lot of sensitive people. <laughs> like I get along very well with podcasters. Oh, yeah. so if you, could, you can have the most cooked views in the world, but if you sure. have a podcast about it, we have something to chat about. <laughs> so that's good. Love that's, ta- that's, talking that's, stats. Talking stats. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. What, tell me about your back end. Yeah. Like, what, what, <laughs> so are you using Are you? What are you on? No. Um, but um, interesting point about Ubering with kids. Yeah. That we brought up. Sure. As you a, brought up as kids? a father. Well, the kids were, were mentioned. Oh, the dad. You move. don't you don't do it much. Yeah, yeah. Do you have to book ones with kids' seats? Or um, something? Yeah. Well, I mean, until you have a kid that doesn't need to be in a baby seat, I think it's kind of it's yeah. I mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've ever managed to get an Uber with a baby seat. We've managed to get a Sheba maybe, but I wasn't even. In, I don't think I was allowed to ride in it. He knew. Uh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, we wrote a we wrote a Japanese dog. You can yeah. get a Japanese dog yeah. with a baby seat, yeah. <laughs> and it runs yeah. alongside the the Uber. It's pretty cool. It's uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Uber got their fingers in everything, even yeah. some Japanese dogs. Yeah. Um, uh, no, the there the was a, a Georgie McEnroe who was who used to be a Melbourne comedian. I don't know if she still performs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she started like an Uber style company called Sheba, like S H E maybe E Ba. Yeah. Like double E bar or one E. Anyway, and it was a, a ride, like an Uber, but just for women. Oh. So that, you know, it's like they could feel safe and there was of less that. of that yeah. weird kind of like, you know. Or maybe that was just an episode of Bojack Horseman. Could have been. They, they where looked, a character comes up with that. She she promotes on very strange places. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, that's the best marketing of yeah. all time. If In, you can get it through there, for get sure. Get it into fiction is the <laughs> yeah. best one. Cartoon fiction. Yeah, damn. Yeah, and so those ones, I think you could get a baby seat, but I don't think I've never had. So until then, but then I think with taxis uh, and stuff like that, you can get kids. Mm. They are allowed, to, I think, to sit and get seatbelts like earlier than you would in a regular Interesting. car. Yeah. Well, it, that unlocks an interesting question, gentlemen. Uh, when were you allowed as a child to move to the front seat? I mean, we graduated in Ubers, but do you yeah. remember when we were out of the back and just riding shotgun? Oh, yep. I think I was quite young for, because for a few years, my dad, me and my sister lived with my dad and he had a two-seater ute. So oh, sure. we were all up front and I didn't have a seat. I'm just sitting in the middle yeah. on the fucking console. Don't tell me it was a manual. Do not yeah, it tell was, me it was yeah, a manual. Yeah, it was, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I had to do knees to the side. Yeah. Second year fucking sucked ass, yeah. brother. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out of that as quickly and I mean, as possible. I think we had times where I had a mate over. We had four of us in the front. What? Because like, I lived out of town. We weren't driving down the freeway yeah. or anything like that. But then, we're like, talking regional Queensland here, yeah, yeah. You know, aren't we? You just have to skip second gear on those days. <laughs> so you go Just high on first, straight to third. Straight to third, yeah. And then fourth, <laughs> on a, on fourth a is a squeeze. The front, on the four in the front sort of day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, damn. Yeah, yeah. so I was up front early. Yeah. <laughs> no you, other choice. Because you, I mean, I, this was just me trying to guess, but I was going to think that you were going to say that you had like a your own ute on a paddock that, you know, like that your bit piece of property that lived on. I had that as well, it. but it was, yeah. <laughs> it was a station wagon. Yeah, right. And, yeah. and did you they drive They just call it? that a bomb, not yeah. a paddock bomb. It's yeah, just right, a general right. bomb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And did you drive way before 15? Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. under 10? Did you drive? I think I, was, I got, well, my brother got his first scrub car at like when I was 10. A scrub car? And I Is drove, that what they call him in Queensland? A scrub car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what we call them anyway. Yeah, goodness. Because they're all paddock basher, but- Paddock basher, yeah. Yeah, but we call it, it was a scrub car. It was an old Mazda. And I drove that maybe once or twice, but not much. But then when I was about 12, 11 or 12, 
So not long after, I must have been younger with the Mazda. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I got a Holden Chimera front wheel drive station wagon. Used wow. to do reverse doughies in the backyard until the neighbours <laughs> would tell you, us wait, to whoa, stop. Whoa, whoa. What's a reverse doughie? <laughs> because w- w- when you have a front wheel drive car, you can't yeah. do regular donuts because the driving wheels are, are, are pulling it from the front. So you have to oh put it in reverse and then you can really fucking swing that thing around, <laughs> mate. So fun. So you're spinning around backwards yeah. doughies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so are you at the tip end? Does that mean that you're at the tip end? Yeah. Wait, yeah. Because the so, the then all the, all the, you get an extra G, yeah. right? Because oh, you're at the far Yeah, extra centrifugal force. The yeah. fish tail, the, the, yeah. the driver's seat is in the tail of the fish where it's flapping all yeah. over the place. So you're... Yeah, you yeah. Plenty of whiplash. Yeah, yeah. Going backwards. Absolutely. In the scrub car. It was car. so fucking fun, man. That's such a good way to grow up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there there weren't anyone. any scrub car incidents. You didn't go through a, so the neighbor's fence one time or into well, a dam or something one yeah. time. We, um, we used to jump the Mazda out of the dam when it was dry, actually. <laughs> wow. And we hit the fence Wait. a couple times, but nothing bad. So, <laughs> hang on. I'm just trying to picture this. Yeah. You got a dam of water. Yeah. There's not enough rain. It goes dry. Yeah. It turns into somewhat of a skate park for cars. Pretty much, yeah. And you drop in. Yeah. Get some good speed going into the dam. Yep, yep. And then off the lip. You, you got to hit the right spot. Air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it was it big enough that you could use it like and like drive on the no, side it of wasn't the wall like, like a velodrome? Like <laughs> yes. if the car was a little bit more powerful, yeah. um, <laughs> possibly, yeah, yeah, to really yeah. hook it around. But yeah. I don't think we would have got around okay. in there. And. It, did, was this at a stage where you were able to videotape it and so you could see how much air you get? Because sometimes you'd feel like mm. a lot of air and you look back and you're like, yeah. God, there wasn't no, too much No, it wasn't. We, my, my friend had a video camera when I was about 14 years old and he still got footage of shit we used to do out there. But, like, I think that was after we had the cars. That was more motorbike stuff yeah, and damn. shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Al, did you have um, some early day driving experience? Man, yeah, no, I, I remember wasn't... being out in the – my grandparents from Matoa uh, near Horsham yeah. in Victoria and I sat on the uh, side of my granddad's lap in the old Daihatsu charade oh, driving that. That was a that's a <laughs> that was getting part. through the paddocks. I tell you what, yeah, you wouldn't think it's an off-road car, car, but the Daihatsu charade, yeah, right, was um, yeah, it's remarkably one step up good. from a go kart. That's yeah. fucking rules, yeah. dude. That's incredible. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Well, I was the first time it happened. My it was my uncle that let me drive first, but my, I think my whole family, everybody drove Ford Tempos, but this was in Canada at the oh, time. Right. And then they were living. They, it was near their country house. I love a one-car family. Yeah. Yeah, everyone gets yeah. the same car. Exactly, yeah. And and then So do you wait, so how many Ford Tempos did you have at the household? Well, there was like, you know, like like my grandfather had a Ford Tempo and his son who lived in like the apartment above, like it was like a duplex or whatever. Oh, right. He also had a Ford Tempo. Yeah. <laughs> and then my parents had a Ford Tempo. And were they different colors? I think I think maybe at least two of them were different. Yeah. I think that, you know, they're probably very, very civil. But they just went, oh, that's a reliable car. Yeah. yeah. And then so I'll go buy that one. Stick you with know? what you know. Would you accidentally get in the wrong person's car? I think at one point they did discover one of their keys could open both, oh, both really? cars. <laughs> yeah. But you would never get them confused. It's like twins, you know. Yeah. 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 Exactly the same, but you know. Yeah. Well, it happens. Like, I, I was getting picked up by my dad from musical rehearsals one time, and I got in there, and I'm like, oh, dad, you got some new, new, um, car mats to keep the mud off the floor and I looked over and it's some random guy (laughs) I've just got in the wrong car so have you got multiple Ford Tempos in a household yeah Yeah. Yeah. I've done that with an an Uber I've gotten into the wrong Uber and then we've driven off And then, then I've had a phone call from the other Uber and then anyway it's been it was fucked but (laughs) so did you did you have to cancel and go back and get him yeah I think they cancelled me and then he gave me a bad review and then I had to like 
rejoin this yeah. guy. He gave you a bad review for getting a car that was the same. Yeah, that's for getting on into him for not being because like, they have to say like Alistair. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're supposed to. Very do important. They should. So yeah. Anyway, but yeah, that was weird. But yeah, I did drive with my my uncle, but it was like a Ford Tempo, and I was, but so and I don't know if that might have been like seven years old or something like mm-hmm. that. But then I because of that memory, my kid was like five when I was like I, I just took it to to, to a, uh, like a parking lot and I was yeah. like. All right, I guess we'll try this. <laughs> and it's give it a go. There's not that much space, but it's yeah. just like, all right, now hit the thing, like hit the hit the, hit the, and you go, and you go, okay, stop, 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 stop. And you're like, you know, there's only like 50 meters before you're yeah, like, you got to pull on the yeah. handbrake or something like that. So yeah, but I, I, you know, I wanted to try to recreate the, you know, what what the felt magic. like, yeah, exactly, a, mm-hmm. a nice experience of like, you know, lots of responsibility and stuff like that. But I think I'm too, I'm too anxious. Yeah, <laughs> to like make it cool, you know, like I think I remember my uncle. I felt like he. Was was just letting me drive towards a cliff um, <laughs> and, he, and he seemed yeah, right. pretty relaxed yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. Let's start, start turning a bit left now. Yeah. yeah, right. yeah. Left now. Pretty yeah. soon. Yeah. One well, of the first vehicles I ever drove actually, I'm just remembering this now, was a concrete truck. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like a, like a, like, like a, a full on edgy. Yeah. 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 This was after the, I must have been nine or 10 because my dad, my dad's always worked at concrete plants and sometimes he would bring the truck home and the trucks are real easy to drive because like it was an automatic, I could reach the pedals and stuff. Concrete truck? Do you need to press the thing to make the back turn around? Uh, I think I left the back off. I think the back actually just turns idle, but it was empty. And because it was just really easy to drive, I wasn't going fast or anything, but I was just driving this big concrete truck because, like, wow. I ran, like, we had like a three acre yard. Yeah. So I was just driving the concrete truck around the yard for like an hour or something. Because I was always into that. Like, I used to ride yeah. the lawnmower around. Yeah, and, sure, yeah. the ride on. Yeah. yeah. So he brought me on a fucking concrete truck. And then the, uh, the Mazda and then up to the concrete truck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Is man. that the biggest vehicle you've ever driven? It might be. I've driven, I've, I've driven some trucks since. Um, but that actually might be the biggest, the biggest vehicle I've, I've driven. De- yeah, definitely damn. not the scariest. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what is feel pretty safe in a concrete truck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, um, what is the like? Like, what is the scariest vehicle? Some of the vehicles I used to, some of the trucks I used to have to drive uh, when I was tree lopping in Townsville. Oh, yeah. there was like a big one where like you couldn't feel whether it was in gear or not. It was yeah. just real rough. But the worst one was this little old truck. Um, I went to work stoned once, or I went to work stoned quite a bit when I worked at that um, job. Can isn't I add there to the a question fear? like operate heavy machinery? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Some, yeah. some sort of. But it was that was rule, the culture, you know. Yeah. It was the culture. It was, I used to watch guys like smoke bongs and then climb up trees and cut them down. It was very impressive. Yeah. I was barely like able to climb back up into the truck after lunchtime, yeah. and then we'd go and these kinds of climb trees and chop them down. But there was this one truck. And I rocked up the work stone. I, I wouldn't do it a lot in the mornings. Like sometimes we'd have it at lunch. Yeah. But, but this day I was like, yeah, fuck a bit it. early for that. We'll better wait yeah. till 12. Yeah. Because I thought, fuck it. All I do is rock up. I jump in the passenger seat of a truck and I go and I pull branches into a wood chipper. So like, you're working with heights and chainsaws. And though. a wood chipper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Fucking Not cowboy shit, man. Sounding the yeah. safest. No, no. Real cowboy shit. But one time <laughs> I rocked up to work. And I thought my day was going to be normal, you know, do what I do every day. But yeah. uh, everyone else, the boss was like, all right, all you boys go here. Here are the jobs. Zach, you stay here. I've got a load of mulch. We used to deliver mulch as well. Yeah, He's sure. Like, Once the trees are all chopped up. Yeah. yeah. He's like, can you do this mulch delivery for me? I'm like, yeah, yeah, no worries. And it had it in the truck and it was a three on the tree or four on the tree. Like it was column shift. The gears oh, were up. up next to the steering wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I only see them in like American movies. So I'd never... Yeah 
Never driven one before. <laughs> Didn't want to ask how because my boss was a friendly guy, but then he'd fucked off and the other guy that was there was like this terrifying guy. Fucking, I was so scared of him. And I didn't want to ask him how to drive the truck. Yeah. So I just fucking... Better just go, oh, wait, I, go I, for it, Stone. I got him to tell, tell me how to put it in reverse so I yeah. could reverse out. And then after that, I was just... And I don't. I still don't know how to fucking change gears on a column shift. I just winged it the whole time. Well, we got there and you joined us here tonight that on was Comedy scary. Republic Podcast, Zach Dyer. That was uh, scary. Alistair, thank you very much as well. We're going to have to start getting a, a question ready for the next show. Have you got a, a question that you think would sure. be a great launching pad for a uh, for the, the SpaceX rocket of podcasting from Comedy Republic here? What about a, like, so the scariest vehicle they've yeah. ever been Go in? The yeah. scariest vehicle they've been in. Yeah. Yeah. Or scariest driving experience, kind of yeah, vehicle driving experience. Like. Scariest vehicle, yeah. I, I think, I think that could be because that could be sense, like yeah. planes, that could be boats. Yeah, oh yeah, What's that's the right. Scariest transport experience. Yeah, yeah, you've had. I got pulled behind a jet ski once, and that was fucking <laughs> terrifying. Behind one. Yeah, yeah, like tubing, but <laughs> but like these guys were like. Just, I thought it was like a punishment like cowboys do, but yeah, it was like yeah, the yeah. water cowboys <laughs> yeah. tie you up and pull you behind their I horse. didn't wash the concrete truck after I used <laughs> yeah. it and Dad took me behind the jet ski and punished me. A I'm traditional like, Townsville yeah, punishment. Yeah. <laughs> on, on the dam. <laughs> no, it was on That's schoolies it. and these guys, I don't even think they had a business. They were just two guys with a jet ski and they were like, you want to do tubing? We're like, yeah, no worries. And they just fucking took us out there and towed us up and with the jet ski, dislocated my mate's shoulder. It was oh, bad. Dude. That was a bad one, yeah. All right, well, we'll see if we get any worse experiences on the next Comedy Republic <laughs> podcast, which you can join us in right here, uh, or you can come and see us in person here at Comedy Republic with some excellent shows, of which you gentlemen have been a part of many, many times. It's been such a joy. They're always great. Um, where can people find you and follow your stuff? If they uh, want to, um, you can, uh, you can find on. me. I do the Two in the Think Tank podcast with Andy Matthews, uh, and uh, that's where we come up with sketch ideas. And we, anyway, it's a, it's a weird one. And, uh, but you can get me at AlistairTB on, on Twitter and stuff like that. Excellent. Sweet. Yourself, Zach? You can find me well <laughs> uh, at local funny man on, on Twitter and Instagram and all of those places. And I always put stuff up where I'm going to be, what I'm going to do. Excellent. That's about it. Yeah. Well, gents, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. We'll catch you next time. I hope Thanks so. Thanks for having me. See you later. Bye.